I still can't quite get over the fact that we seem to have stepped out of time. The day that never happened. Sounds like an episode of Doctor Who. Andrew would never believe me. Well, he might be the only one who would. What have we gotten ourselves into? Everything is moving so fast. The ceremony, or whatever it is, is already in motion. And what happens if we can't stop it? I fear it may already be too late. All those names on these mannequins. Loved ones of the people wrapped up in this cult. Do any of them know what they're really getting into? Would it be crazy to write his name on one of the blank ones? Just in case? Whatever's going to happen, it's happening now. And we're running out of time. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. The agents of RSL came ashore the beaches of Olahenga and found themselves at a clearing filled with mannequins. Odd mannequins, with names scrawled across their chest. Members of the esoteric Order of Dagon mixed amongst the statues. Father stands on a dock next to a lake of roiling water. The weather above is growing dark. The air is charged with something. Rory has moved up into the mannequin field. River and Rooster are staying on Overwatch. And Rowan has just stepped into the clearing. She steps forward into the clearing, a little on a angle to be away from River and Rooster. Can I ask if River can figure out anything about what's going on with the lake? Is this a portal, a wormhole, or something he can recognize? That, my friend, would be an unnatural role. Of course it would. The roll is a 23. My score is a 24. I will spend a willpower to keep it a 23. Excellent. River, yes, this seems to be a portal of sorts. It does not appear to be finished. It's missing an ingredient or two. You're not entirely sure what they are. They need something, maybe a couple things, to finish that portal. In the name of the Great One, in the time of in-between daylight and night, I put aside the rules of the human world that I may look upon a Great Old One as they rise from the depths and descend from the Celestial. I stand in the human form of this dying planet. We stand in a world of inhumane angles and colors inconceivable by human or man. I want to slowly start working my way up through the crowd, just kind of stopping at empty mannequin spots. You pass by Scott. You move by Danny. You see Tanya. These are names on the mannequins. Yeah, these are names on the mannequins. You see Alexander as listed and Bjorn. How far up are you going to move? How far back was Natalie? And she was in the the last last row. row. I'll go up probably to at least the fourth row. So you're between Al and Grace. What are you going to do when you get there? You see that there are a few other people here. They're regarding you. They're seeing you. But they're not moving or doing anything other than having their hands in a supplicative form of prayer. I'm more just kind of watching and waiting if... If someone tells me, like, if Rowan or Rooster tell me, hey, do this, 
That way I'm close enough to do something if I need to. And if no one's doing anything when I get to the fourth row, I'll probably go up to the second row. I'm tracking Rory's movement through because he's the only one who's really moving, so it's pretty easy to see him. Yes. Does Father appear to have seen me? Not yet. You've gotten to the back row, because you're advancing forward, yes? Yeah. You've gotten to the back row of these statues, mannequins. I'll stand there in the back, hands in my pockets, and look up and be like, You called? Sammy, you've returned! Oh, everyone, please give her a warm welcome. Rooster, should I move up and try to get a better shot? Hard to get a better shot than right here. Is there a place he could get closer? Yeah, I mean, he could he could walk all the way up. No, you know? I mean, and stay in cover. Yeah, he can stay in cover if he goes around the outsides. Move around the outside, get a closer shot, try an angle, not straight across from me. Be ready with smoke also. Okay, I want to move as close as I can get to the lake while still staying in cover. Go ahead and roll your stealth for me. Um, do I have to roll as a 29 out of... Are they both failures? No, that 29 should be a out of 34. I can afford the willpower. I'll, I'll keep that. All right. You weigh your options and you begin to move. And you move in a chaotic pattern as to not let the sandworms know that you're walking over their plane. Where did that come from? What? But that's in your brain. There are no sandworms here. The words Shudamel and Shai Halud come to mind to you for some reason. You're not sure why. The handler is not joking. This is father. This is not Muad'Dib. Fear is the mind. What are you... What the fuck are you guys talking about? The crowd claps. You hear, hey, Sammy, welcome back. We've missed you. Sammy, come join me. Come join the voice. Is he still holding that book? No, the book is actually on a table. It's on an altar. How far away is that? from you about 20 30 yards so not not very far you know 10 yards of people and another you know 10 15 yards to the dock with the book and the altar and the pillars. so there's the mannequins and then a crowd of people and then the... the crowd of people are spread out amongst the mannequins there is an open area in front almost like an orchestra pit my hands are in my pockets as i'm looking around completely i have the, the federal agent neutral expression going on right now just looking around at everyone, and then start walking toward the stage, taking my time. And you look left and right, and Father's no longer speaking. He's wringing his hands, like warming his hands. As you walk by, you look, you see that we have, you know, Paul and Linda written on the mannequins, and Megan and Laurel and John. There's like five Bens. You get closer, you see that there's one written Tom, and at the very front, when you make it, you see that Rory is not far off, and the two that are in front of him are Alexander and one that's named Buddha. I'll tip my head a little bit in Rory's direction before refocusing and say, sort of Oche, into the throat mic, I'm going to do my best to disrupt this. If you see an opening, Rory, be careful. Got it and keep moving toward the steps up onto the stage. A person with a hooded sweatshirt drops the hood 
and steps forward and you see it's a young woman about the same age as Rowan with shorter, dirty blonde hair. You meet her gaze and she smiles at you and she walks toward you with her arms open. Is it Rowan? It's Rowan. Rowan, it's been a while. I say more for my compatriots uh, benefit than my own to let them know. Her, her, watch her. Rooster, are you going to go off glass of father? Yes, I was already thinking that, actually. You see someone walking toward Agent Rowan. Yeah, that's not going to get confusing at all. And I'll look at her and give her a hug. It's been so long. You look good. So do you. It's getting bright. She reaches into her pocket and pulls out some rose glasses. When did you start wearing those? A while back. When you separate, thunder strikes and lightning arcs across the sky. You no longer see any sign of sun. A storm has moved in and it is beginning to rain here, even within the clearing. Take your rifle place, Sammy. You can come right over here. You can be at my left-hand side. I'm going to move up to the front row. You're now standing in front of uh, Tanya and Bjorn. I am going to get ready to toss a smoke grenade in if I need to. Okay. And then what? And then we shall finish and bring Ball back into this world. You know that Medusa's only crime was not to be ogled by men? I've heard the story. Well, we shall not name you Medusa. I will start walking up to the stage, glancing behind me to see if Rowan is following or staying where she was. She's following. She takes off her sweatshirt, and she's wearing very similar clothes. I stand before you all with aspects of my soul and body open to Father Dagon with those that I love in front of me, those that will stand beside me. Let me be a vessel as my life water flows. Rooster, be ready to take the shot. I say very quietly. You don't even need to. You At this point, you know he's ready. So shall it paint this bitter earth a crimson red and give Ball the chance to make his entrance. I give my love to thee, Aya Dagonaya. And as he says that, I'm going to take several long steps away from him so that I'm clear and say, take the shot. I exhale and squeeze the trigger. Headshot. Okay, that would be a negative 20. <laughs> Aught seven out of 73. Rowan and Rory. I want you both to make sanity checks. Great. Now this is to violence. Uh, I failed. Okay. Uh, 60 out of 61. Okay. So go ahead and roll 1d4, Rory. It's a three. So you do lose three points of sanity. So that means I put a check in violence instead of sanity loss without going insane. Yes. Okay. The other Rowan's head explodes in a cloud of red and pink. Father takes a step back. Everyone takes in a sigh and lets out a scream. I'm gonna 
throw the smoke grenade into where the most cultists are. Go ahead and give me a dexterity roll. Let's see if we get it if you get it placed in the, in the proper location. Fifteen. My dexterity is fifty. Oh, so that's a fifty-one. Yes, I'll I'll spend another willpower. You calculate the angles, and you realize that your initial throw is going to be off, and so you make an adjustment, and then you realize no, your initial you trust the first one, but everything is getting confused. But you heave it. You seem to be moving again out of speed or out of time. You huck the smoke grenade. The smoke starts to billow and pour. I want to run up to grab that book. Okay. And through the throat, Mike. Rowan, get him away from the water. Got it. As you're running up, the voice kind of picks up, looks at you, and starts to run toward you, Rory. Yeah, I'm going to keep running. Okay. I want to take a shot at him. All right. Ought seven. Go ahead and roll lethality. No. 35. Okay, so he takes eight points of damage. So he drops to the ground with a yell. He gets intercepted by your piece of lead. And the smoke begins to billow out. It's bright fucking pink. And at this point, I'm running toward where Rowan is. You're running and you do knock over a couple mannequins because they're in the way and the people are in a bit of a panic. Rowan, what are you doing? How is Father reacting to all of this? Standing there calm and crying. Tears coming down his face, not saying a word. How tall is he? About 5'10", 5'11". He's a stockier build fellow. You know, fairly, a little bit above average, right? But he's just a little bit taller than I am. Okay. Yeah. Having heard and agreeing with getting him away from the water, I'm going to come up to him basically face to face and say quietly, I'm not going to let you do this. And grab the front of his shirt and start hauling him toward the edge of the stage away from the water. He plants his feet and wraps you in a bear hug. Yes, darling, we are going to go and we may have to go together. I'm not going anywhere with you. Rory, get her. Where is the book in relation to where Rowan is? About five, five, six feet to the... On the stage, right? On the stage, yeah. Okay, after I got the book, I'm going to run for Rowan. Okay, and she's currently in his arms. Yeah, I'll try to drag them both. I want to try to break his grip using my particular skills. Okay, go ahead and roll martial arts. Uh, 67 out of 70. You were able to break his grip. Where's your intent? Where are you going with him? What are you doing? My first intent was get out of this bear hug because there was that immediate panic of losing control that I ruthlessly quell to break out of the grip. And I want to try to get one of his arms up behind his back and shove him toward the edge of the stage, towards where the mannequins are, away from the water. All right, you're able to do so. You've slipped behind him and you're pushing him. And as you're pushing him, he starts to run, pulling you alongside and dives at one of the pillars, taking you with him. I want to try to, I'm like right there, I want to try to grab her before he can... You grab her, he still dives. He hits the pillar, taking the three of you to tumble. And as soon as Samantha Hodgson touches the pillar, it cracks. And I look at that. Rory, get hands on him. Roll your luck. 50. 
you see a part of the top of the pillar begin to fall. These are heavy stone pillars, and it's starting to fall on Father. Do you push Father out of the way? Yes. You might get in the way. How appropriate. Yes. Roll your constitution. 21 out of 50. Rory, she pushes him out of the way, and River, you see this as well. As a large piece of stone column falls on top of her. Roll 1d8, Rowan. Two. You're still pinned, but you will take two points of damage. Okay. Yeah, I'm immediately getting it off her. If okay. I can. Give me a strength roll. This fucker's heavy. <sighs> Father stands, and you see that the water is starting to rise. You see a tall humanoid green thing that hasn't yet broken the surface tension of the water picking up and the water and the stars are beginning to fade from the water river what are you doing when i get close enough i am gonna try to clobber father with the butt of my carbine he has drawn a knife i've got the body armor on right yeah what did you get on your strength roll roy 24 out of 70 This is like you on your days of doing CrossFit when you're hitting PRs. You yeeted the fucking top of the pillar into the water as you pulled it off of her. Ben, you are 200 yards away from father. You can cross that in about 40 to 50 seconds. You have a 75 pound backpack on. What's everyone else doing? The crowd. They are kind of scattering and backing away, but there's a lot of smoke. You can't tell. You don't even have a clear shot of the stage. The smoke has obscured the stage. You didn't even see what happened to Rowan. As soon as I lost visual, I was up and running. Okay. Running where? Towards the dais so I can tackle Father, keep him away from the water. Okay. You're heading toward Father with the intent of tackling him. You're not going to get to him in any, near any sort of time. Go ahead, River. Go ahead and give me a roll for uh, melee weapon. If I have counted correctly, this is my tenth special roll. Ought to. Um, that's a success either way. Go ahead and roll 1d4 for me for damage. Three. He turns his face directly into it, and he takes the butt of the gun to the face. Blood splatters everywhere. and like a river it shall flow and he drives his own dagger into his side and like the Christ child I've been skewered and he falls forward river time seems to slow to a quarter of time and you see the blood from the butt of your gun drip and hit the lake He picks his head up. It's only a matter of time, and we're out of it. (laughs) Rowan and Rory, what are you two doing? So Rory just yeeted that piece of stone off of me, right? Yes. Yeeted Deletus. Thank you. Ow. I'm going to scramble to my feet and look at the situation in front of me and... Rory, get him off of this stage. Do not let any more of his blood in that lake. I can't. If it's me, it might it might work better. I want to give Rowan a one. How much damage do you take again? Two. So you, she doesn't look super hurt. 
Yeah, she's really not gonna let you do an examination, even a, right. okay. even a rough guess. I, I, and Rory probably knows that subconsciously, so he's, he thinks about it, and he kind of makes himself not do it, which pains him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, mo- the most that you can see at a quick glance is that her clothes are a bit torn from the ragged uh, stone, and there mi- and there might be a little bit of blood, but she's moving too fast. It is taking a lot of willpower to resist doing a quick once over, but he's gonna go. So is father on the ground in front of me? If father has stepped off of the dock, so he's still on part of the structure itself, he is now face down, taking the butt of a gun. He's got his head up, and he's bleeding from the face. I want to try to pick him up and drag him back off the stage if I can, just as far away from the water as I can. River is standing in front of you. I'll ask him to help me. Yeah, River, help me get him back away from the water. I will help if I can. Yeah, you can. You can grab an arm or leg. And trying to hold the rifle butt so it's not over the water. You pull him back. Rowan, what are you doing? So there are three other pillars that are still standing. Yes. I'm going to look at each of them and then at the thing going on in the lake and just like, step of faith, eh, Sam? And go over and touch another of the pillars. It cracks begins to crumble. The tip falls. I'm gonna dive out of the way because this time I, this time I knew it was coming. Or I believe this time I believed it was coming, and I was hoping that that faith would be enough. You step aside. You don't need to dive. You've got enough of a warning. Rooster, you break through the smoke and you see Rowan push over one of the columns. You see River and Rory pulling Father. <laughs> As father laughs as he's being drawn up the little bit of a hill away from the lake. Rain is pouring. The storm above is bringing down gallons of water per second. It's turned into a torrential downpour. And there's smoke. And it's wet. And you have a crowd now chanting all around you. Aya Dagan, Aya. It sounds a lot like Mustang. What are you going to do, Rooster? I'm going to yell over the din. Sherlock, you said that's a portal somewhere else, right? Yep. I want to start arming Bullet Bill. Are you going to do that on the altar? Because that would be the only part that is over the lake. My intention is to arm the nuke and drop it into the whirlpool. Okay. Rory... Can you stop his bleeding? The dream said his blood would be spilt on the earth. Uh, not this much bleeding. Not without surgery. You can maybe pad him, but he's not going to stop bleeding. You can staunch the flow. We can staunch the... We can slow it down. It's the best we can do. So I will try to do that. Would that be first aid? Yes. 56 out of 82. Okay. You get some gauze that you have kind of handy, and you're able to kind of put it over his face. Also trying to make sure that he's not being smothered. It's okay to smother. And I'm also getting that knife out of his hand. It's not in his hand. It's in his rib. Ugh. Then I'll just leave it. I remove the trappings of civilization. I remove this outer husk. As you see me, in the name of our father, Dagon and Mother Hydra, and I stuff some gauze in his mouth. <laughs> and even though his arm's up, he, he does spit it out. I fulfill the fifth oath. Rowan, what are you doing? 
do I see Rooster coming toward me with Bullet Bill? Yes, he's running and somehow, this guy must be really goddamn strong. As he's taking the backpack off mid-stride, he's unzipping and unclipping while he's moving. He's tossed the outer container of the backpack and he's now holding a strategic detonation munition, also known as a suitcase nuke. Do I feel like the pillars are holding this thing up? No, but you get a very weird and good feeling when you are collapsing the pillars. Mutter under my breath, forgetting for a minute that everyone can hear me over the mic. Samson was a judge in Israel. As I move over to the third pillar and push it. Rooster, give me a military science roll. 82 of 62. Maybe you're just rushing it, but you're not able to arm this at the moment in time. Like while you're running and you're at the altar, you're up on stage with Rowan and Rowan is touching these pillars and the pillars are collapsing. And you see standing there peacefully and calm coated in a thin sheet of water made of stars and space. A creature roughly 30 to 50 feet tall. It looks to be amphibian or lizard-like in form, has two arms and two legs, so it's humanoid. That's mildly comforting. And it looks as though it's advancing forward. Everyone roll their sanity as he is getting closer. He is here. Unnatural. I'm going to go down the line. River, what did you roll? 25 out of 44. Roll 1d4. Rowan, what did you roll? 34 out of 61. Roll 1d4. Rory. 83 out of 54. Roll 2d8. Rooster, what did you roll? 38 of 43. Roll 1d4. River, what did you get? I got one. I want to push that on my EPA colleagues if I can. Okay. Rowan, how much did you get? I got two, and I'm keeping it. Okay. Rooster, how many did you get? Three. I want to roll to push that off on Breckenridge. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like my parents more than them. Ooh, three. Does that break Breckenridge? Yeah. Okay. We've got something something a little bit scarier now. Rory? So I rolled 2d8. I got a three on one die. Mm Mm-hmm. And an eight on the other one. You have an 11. (laughs) I was two away from my breaking point. Shit. And you didn't even read a book. You resort to your initial training. You pick up the carbine that's on your side and you begin to fire at this large creature. You must protect your troops. You must protect your squad. So I see this monster, and it is frozen there for about 10, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then I grab my gun, and I start firing at it, because I need whatever it is. I've got to do something to stop it. Everyone hears gunfire coming from Rory. 
He stepped away from the father, dropped to a knee, picked up his carbine, and he's just firing at this large creature. You're firing in burst fire amounts. In a matter of no time, you've emptied your magazine. Rooster, you hear gunfire over your head. Cappy has taken a firing position. Rowan, you see that Rory is firing at this creature. And River, when you kind of come to and you know realize what's happening, you see that Rory stepped aside and you've got Father right here with you. I wasn't entirely clear. Has Ball come through the portal? Not yet. Okay. It's getting very thin. I am going to take off my backpack, drag Father so he's lying across it, and do one thing I know that can stop the bleeding. I'm going to stick my carbine right, pointing right at his heart and put one bullet through it. It's a single shot, and his eyes open wide for a very brief moment. And at that moment in time, Rowan and Rooster you see the star sheen fade away and the smell of fish and sea is overpowering. Father's eyes are looking at yours. They're cold and they're lifeless. Rory's bullets on his second magazine are making purchase into this large creature. Rowan and Rooster, what are you going to do? If I activate the nuke at this point, do I end the podcast? It doesn't go off immediately. Okay. I'm going to keep trying to arm Bullet Bill. I'm not going to have you roll because you're not running at this moment in time to do so. You arm him. And then I stand and yell, RUN! I'm going to look at the bomb as it's blinking, essentially. Yes. And then look at Rooster, look up at this thing, and walk over to the last pillar and put my hand on it. It collapses and the dock is starting to go as well. Rooster has taken off on a run and he stops as soon as he steps off and looks back at you. And as soon as I feel the dock starting to fall as I watch this last pillar collapse, I'm going to activate every runner instinct I have ever had in my life and start running over this horrible moving terrain to get off of this thing. Because unlike Samson, I don't want to go down with this thing. Give me an athletics roll. Actually, I want Rooster and Rowan to give me an athletics roll. Rory, you're still firing on yeah, this Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going through every magazine I've got. And at one point, you've hit the, you fired through the four that you have with you. And it just it keeps clicking and clicking and clicking. Okay. You see one of your colleagues is not far away. He has a magazine on his hip. He's not firing at this creature. He's not protecting people. River, give me your give me your magazine. Redacted, we need to get the hell out of here. Move, move, move. He's not giving you the magazine. I'm going to go try to grab it off of him. I'm running after following Rooster. And Rowan. Actually, hopefully, Rowan. What do we got? 13 out of 50. Rooster? Uh, 45 out of 70. Okay. Do I see... You said they were far away. Can I see Rory going for that magazine? Yes. I run up, grab his vest, and yell in his face, Fall back! Fall back to the beach! And 
push him the direction I want him to go. Trying with everything I can with all my gunnery sergeant experience to drill into that basic training lizard brain. Plus 20 military science roll. I like that. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. <laughs> okay, because we're an audio podcast, would you tell, please tell the, the, the crew what you, what you have rolled? Double zeros is bad, right? That's 100. That is bad. That is the worst critical failure that you can have. Rory's going to shoot me. Agent Rory, someone is standing in front of you. Do you have a sidearm? I do. This person is attempting to disarm you and take you away from the field of fire. He must be an enemy or in league with the enemy. Um, I think I would try to, like, pistol bump him. Are you sure? As a doctor, you know that that's not going to stop him. This person might need to be stopped. Do it. See, I would. I think I would reach, yeah, reach for my gun and try to get a shot off. Okay. So, Rooster, you don't get a unarmed roll on this because of your critical failure. Rory gets a shot off. Can I try to interfere at all? This happens very quickly. It's very slow in Rory's mind, very quickly in the real world. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what, River, what were you going to do? Try to grab Rory's arm. Yeah, he'll probably shoot me. Give me an unarmed combat roll. Yeah, good luck with that. Go ahead, Rory, go ahead and roll. Oh uh, for firearms? Firearms, yes, please. My unarmed combat is the base 40. I've never wanted to fill it. And I got a 78. 89. So you are pushed out of the way by River. Rooster, holy shit, Rory just shot at you. And it looks like he's about to fire again. Rowan, you turn back and look and you see the three of your boys in a scuffle. I, I wouldn't have even... I would be running towards them to try and... Because I want to get Lionel's body off of this island. Okay because I suspect he's dead at this point. Shit's already fucked, might as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm running in in that direction. Tell me when I'm close enough to try and talk Rory down. Go ahead. I will call out, Rory, the bomb is armed. We need to get out of here. The bomb is armed. It's going to go off. Give me a psychotherapy roll. Ooh. I was hoping for persuasion. <laughs> Okay. Psychotherapy. I hope you have something in there. Uh, I, I have the base. I rolled a three. Rory, you, there's a bit of a cloud. You're not entirely sure what's going on. You're kind of coming down all of the adrenaline dumps. Like, all of the adrenaline. Like, the adrenaline stops, and you're now on crash mode. I just collapse immediately. That's a good start. I pick him up and I want to throw him over my shoulder and run. I'm going to run up to to the group, take the situation and see, is Rooster able to throw Rory over his shoulders and go? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to look at River. I want to get this body off this island. Help me. Nuke about to go off. Let's hurry. Yeah, let's go. I'll take my belt off and like do a, a makeshift travelway type of thing where it's under his arms and I grab one side, River grabs the other, and we just haul ass out. There is the sound of a large step as Ball finally steps out of the lake. Go, 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 go! You're cutting across through the underbrush. Rooster, you have no problem carrying Rory. 
but you realize that for you to do so effectively, you have to drop either the carbine or your long rifle. I'm dropping the carbine. Okay. River and Rowan, it's difficult for you to drag him. I need, I, I need, who's doing the primary dragging? Better be you. I, I think it's me. Roll your strength, add 20 because River is helping. Okay. Not one. I want this, I want this fucker off this island. You're dragging him. You cut through the brush and bounce over things. You head toward the western edge where the Zodiac is. You hear a few audible, loud clicks and this strange noise coming from behind you. You don't turn your head. They're mechanical clicks. You get to the edge of the the other clearing and you see the structure that had the ATVs in it and keep pushing through. You hear the sounds of engines starting, not like the ATVs, but sounds like boat motors starting elsewhere on the island. The people are getting out. The rats are fleeing the sinking ship. You hear another loud click. You think it's the bomb. Just keep fucking hauling ass. You make it to the beach. You're carrying the body of father. Rory, you're kind of coming to a little I just bit. chuck him in the Zodiac. The Zodiac's still on ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm conscious, but I'm just like no energy. I've been carrying him for this long. I can tell that he's he's basically a casualty at this point. And I just drop him in the boat and start pushing it to the water. Rooster's pushing and gets it to the water's edge. The surf is picked up and it's nasty and the, the Zodiac keeps bouncing up. It's getting a bit warmer. The rain has stopped. The sun is out. River and Rowan, you both get to the boat? Yeah, and I'm going to stop just long enough to, like, bridle carry, pick up the body, and haul it into the boat. Okay. You toss the dead body of father into the boat. The waves buffet against the Zodiac. Give me a military science roll. Ah, uh, Rooster. Rooster. Hey, how do you... gonna, like, kind of vaguely try to give him tips. <laughs> 42 of 62. You get the Zodiac underway. River? Can I do a quick check of my smartwatch? It is still December 30th, 2011. You get about 40 feet away from the shore. And there is a silence. And a bright white light. No one hears a thing. You feel yourselves propelled forward. The Zodiac rides a wave forward, and then another, and then another. The Zodiac's not designed for this kind of waves, and pitches everyone overboard. It's quiet and warm and very dark as though the sun has not yet risen. You're all aboard the Zodiac, alongside, holding it, and the Zodiac is much worn for wear, and it's sinking slowly. And you see a small fishing vessel, charter vessel, come motoring up alongside. You see a lecky standing on the edge of the deck. I thought you guys were going in. What day is it? What do you mean? You just left. 
sort of groggily, Rory, but uh, how, how long ago? A couple minutes. What did you do to the boat? I'm going to grab for River's wrist and pull it over so I can look at his smartwatch. It's morning of the 24th. I'm going to immediately stand up and look back at the island. Did you see any bright lights? No. The island sits as a dark void in the water. Okay, just one more question. Alecky's like, uh, how about we get you aboard because you're the, the, the boat's going down. Are we alive? What do you mean, are you alive? Don't ask if you don't want to know the answer. He grabs you by your shirt and says, you're not going to be if you sink. This full-grown man lifts your full-grown man ass up out of the boat and onto his boat. As I haul myself out, I look over at him and go, it's done. Don't ask questions if you don't want to know the answers. And don't tell the CB we wrecked anything. You see that they're standing on the deck now. What did you wreck? Oh. How did you do that so fast? Oh, you're a Marine. And Aleki looks over at them and shrugs his shoulders. You don't have any crayons, do you? I'm hungry. Reaches down, helps helps Rory into the boat. I'm just going to sit there kind of like almost in like a ball, lean back against the side of the boat, just kind of let my head back and just do nothing. Do we still have the body? Yes. Look down at it, look up at Alecky. Could use a hand with this. All right. You pull father onto the boat. You all get on the boat and the Zodiac is also drawn up as well. There is a loud sound when you all get onto the boat. It's like a whoosh. And then the boat gets hit with the wave emanating from the island. And the sun breaches the horizon. And the waves are coming, and Jack's looking back at the island. What the fuck was that? You don't want to know. Remember what I said about questions you don't want answers to? All right. Let's get underway. Yes, Captain. I'm going to sit down on the deck next to Rory. Not say anything, but close enough that he can feel my physical presence and take whatever comfort or strength or reassurance that might be. Rory's going to just kind of grab your arm and just keep sitting there. Put an arm over his shoulders. Let him hang on to me. Let the news be heard. I have joined the old ones. The ears of the dreamers on this world and beyond. The temple has been destroyed. I am human no more. Aya Dagon Aya. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislawski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Stettweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 3, Act 3 is an original scenario titled In Time and Space, written by me, Dan Voshkevich, with the help of the rest of the Redacted Reports cast. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. 
Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan Zerton reports to each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedivere, Sherrick Manning, Andrea of the Burbs, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, and the entity some have called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week. Because reality doesn't exist anymore. Those entities with names unpronounceable by our tongue, they sit amongst us. They watch us. They feed our hunger and our rage. And would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe again. <laughs> Join us next season.